Hello everyone, I'm Gretchen and welcome to A Course in Miracles Lesson 7. I'm actually very excited to be at this point in the course. Lesson 7 to me is the first time that you will feel a bit of resolution as to why we've worked on all of these lessons before this one. Lesson 7 is the first real culminating lesson. It provides a rationale for everything that we've done to this point. And hopefully it will bring the clarity that some of you may be seeking as to why you're doing this in the first place and give you the impetus to continue forward with the rest of the lessons. So today's lesson is simple. I see only the past. Now, that notion can be a little difficult to understand at first, but it is the, precisely the reason why we did the work in lessons one through six. I see only the past is the reason why nothing you see means anything from lesson one. I see only the past is the reason why you've given everything you see all the meaning that it has for you from lesson two. I see only the past is why you don't understand anything you see from lesson three. I see only the past is the reason why your thoughts do not mean anything and why they are just like the things that you see from lesson four. I see only the past is the reason why you're never upset for the reason you think which is lesson five. And I see only the past is why you were upset because you see something that's not there from lesson six yesterday. Our ideas about time and the passage of time are so deeply ingrained in who we are and our thought processes and the way that we recall things in our mind that it's very difficult to change that. And because of that, everything that we know or believe that we know is rooted to an event in the past where we first encountered that object or first heard about that concept or first saw that person or thing. And therefore, it makes it very difficult to change that because we have built this entire library of memories and ideas and attachments to the people, the places, and the things in our life. So let's take an object, for example. I'm looking right now at a book on my desk. But do I really see that book? Or am I just remembering a past experience of seeing that book? If I touch it, am I touching this book now? Or am I just recalling the last time I touched it and what sensations passed through my fingers to my brain? And if I look at the book and I'm reacting to the black cover, is that a current reaction or is that, again, a recalled feeling 
from my reactions to the color black in general. And if I drop the book and my first thought is, that's going to make a really loud sound, is that because I know that that's going to happen currently? Or is that based on a past experience of dropping the book and hearing that sound? So what do I actually know about this book? I don't know anything about this book today. All I know is what I remember and what I'm recalling from my past experiences with this book. All I have are my past attachments to this book. So can I really see it? How do I know that when I'm looking at it now, it's with new eyes, so to speak, versus my old memories of it? Can I really see this book? And this is what we're talking about with this concept. If you look around the room, do you see that object currently? Do you see that person currently? Or are you only seeing the past? So the way to practice this is similar to how we were practicing the lessons in the beginning, where what I want you to do is look around the room And the first thing that your eyes see, you're going to say, I see only the past in this microphone. I see only the past when I look out the window. I see only the past when I look at my computer. I see only the past when I look at the clock. I see only the past when I look at my face in the mirror. I just want you to look at things quickly and randomly. And this is not an exercise that we're gonna spend a ton of time on. It's gonna be the same as before. It's gonna be for about a minute, three or four times today. But right now what should be happening is hopefully a triggering of a change in mindset. Am I seeing things for what they are? Or everything that I've associated to what I see? All based on my past experiences with it. That level of questioning is how we first start to shift the way that our mind works. This is how we retrain our brains. And this is how we start to change the perception filters. So this is also a great moment where if you would like to go back and review the first six lessons prior to this, please do so now. Getting lesson one through seven in a place where you feel comfortable with it, where you're not judging it, where you can apply the concepts without discriminating, where you can react purely from a place of trying to understand and feel how it resonates with you versus any emotion or any attachments that are tied to the objects that you're seeing or the upsets that we're referring to in the prior lessons. This is the point we want to get to where we can divorce our associations and our emotion and just practice the concepts from a more objective level. We really want to try to get our brains to be less attached 
a bit divorced so that we can start to retrain. That's similar to how we learn a lot of other things, right? You have to you have to look at it objectively. You have to be able to take yourself out of the situation and decide what's the best course of action without thinking how it personally may impact you. That's what we need to do here as well. We need to learn to take ourselves out of this emotionally and just look at it logically, practically, but openly. We need to give ourselves the opportunity to learn this concept without judging it or being afraid of it or blocking the impact that it could have. So please take some extra time if you need it to review these lessons. If you feel that you are taking lesson seven as a culminating lesson, if you're having your, oh, okay, I get this moment right now, great. Then you are more than ready to move forward. And if you still need some more time, this is a great stopping point for you to review the lessons, work on releasing the emotional attachments to the concepts, and then you will be ready to move forward as well. Have a fantastic rest of your day and join me for lesson eight. Come to Yourself provides unbiased, easily accessible information from the top scholars in the fields of transpersonal psychology and consciousness studies, coupled with personal insights from successful artists, musicians, and business professionals to anyone looking to start their spiritual journey to discover and serve their soul's mission in life. Thank you for listening.